On the morning of Thursday, May 27th, at approximately 6.45 a.m., UCSB's Associated Student Senate failed to pass a divestment resolution for the seventh time in nine years. The resolution called for UCSB to divest funding from companies that profit off of what Amnesty International and Human Rights Watch call human rights violations by the Israeli government against Palestinians. The companies include Boeing, Caterpillar, General Dynamics, General Electric, Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, and Raytheon. This year's resolution was called, quote, a resolution to divest from corporations violating Palestinian human rights, end quote. Divestment resolutions have failed to pass through the AS Senate in 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, and 2019. And in 2018, senators ended up not voting on the resolution at all, after contention over whether it was directional or positional. UCSB's student government remains the only one in the UC system to not have passed a divestment resolution. Divestment resolutions are often associated with the Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions BDS movement, but this year's resolution did not mention the BDS movement. In a Zoom discussion that ran nearly 11 hours with a public forum period of six hours, faculty and students voiced their support and opposition to the resolution. 83 students spoke at the meeting with generally equal amounts of support for and against divestment, according to the Daily Nexus. Eventually, the Senate finished with a vote of 13 no's, 12 yeses, and zero abstentions by secret ballot. Former external vice president for statewide affairs, Elias Skye, who is also a member of Students for Justice in Palestine, or SJP, was a student sponsor of this year's resolution. Sky and fellow SJP member Dylan Kupsch, who also sponsored the 2019 resolution, spoke about the history of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict for approximately an hour after the public comment period concluded at around 3.05 a.m. Former AS President Leah Tubian, who is also a member of Students in Support of Israel, spoke out against the resolution during the comment period and also served as a proxy for Senator Avital Rutenberg during the vote. To reflect on the divestment resolution meeting and prevailing sentiments from both sides of the debate, I spoke with both Sky and Tubian in the days following the meeting. Former AS President Tubian told me about her major qualms with the resolution, reflecting many of the reservations that students who spoke in opposition to the resolution had during Wednesday night's meeting. So resolutions like this have come up three out of my four years at UCSB, and they've been coming up at colleges all over the country um, for years before that. Um, and the intent of the resolution is to divest from companies that commit human rights violations, um, specifically in the settlements um, in the West Bank, in Israel, and Palestine. And um, my position on the resolution is that I totally agree with the intent um, to divest from companies that commit human rights violations anywhere in the world. Uh, a lot of the companies listed on typical BDS resolutions are doing pretty horrible things around the world, and I agree that we should divest from them the same way that we divested from fossil fuels. Um, however, I have two big qualms with divestment resolutions um, that come to UCSB. The first is that they single out Israel, um, and holding the Jewish state to a double standard is extremely anti-Semitic and completely emboldens um, a lot of really anti-Semitic rhetoric and behavior, as we've seen the spikes of in the last few weeks around the country. And the second issue is that the national BDS movement is extremely problematic. Um, they constantly uplift voices of really violent people, um, and they're constantly called out for that. And while 
a lot of the time supporters on campus try to distance themselves from that movement. It's really hard to when the problem is such a systemic issue. So during the Senate meeting, I was hearing a lot of sentiments that said passing this resolution might create a hostile environment for Jewish students on campus. I was wondering if you wanted to elaborate on this. We've already seen just in the last few weeks um, a couple incidents against students on campus. Um, so people were walking to their homes after Shabbat one night, um, not wearing anything Israel-related, but simply being outwardly Jewish. And they were harassed, and that's only just the beginning. Um, like I said, we've already seen how anti-Zionist sentiments around the country and around the world have led to such a massive spike um, in anti-Semitic incidents and attacks around the, around the world. Um, so importing that onto our campus uh, is a pretty pretty large red flag and kind of does signal that worse things may be coming. And then kind of on the flip side of that, what would you say to those who feel that not passing the resolution might create a hostile environment for Palestinian students on campus? Yeah, I can totally understand how that can be perceived. Um, in my opinion, there are a lot of ways to be pro-Palestine and to stand in solidarity with the Palestinian community in ways that aren't anti-Semitic and don't embolden anti-Semitic rhetoric as well. Um, so I would encourage people who think that way to actually reach out to the Jewish community um, and have those hard conversations and find a way to move forward together because Jewish students have been trying to do that for years and we've consistently tried to come to the table, but um, clearly we haven't gone very far forward with that. And you mentioned this a bit, but many opponents of the resolution argued that anti-Zionism is equivalent to anti-Semitism. I was wondering how you feel about this notion. Two things. My own personal view is that um, when the majority of American Jews do identify as Zionist, being anti-Zionist is probably going to be anti-Semitic. But in an even broader sense, there are a lot of ways to validly criticize um, simply the Israeli government that don't bring in Jewish people, that don't bring in Israeli people, but rather hold the government itself accountable for its actions. And like I said, one of those ways is to not single out Israel and hold it to a double standard when you're just talking about general violations. So you also mentioned that you are generally in support of divestment resolutions and these efforts, but it was this specific resolution and the wording of it and how it singled out Israel that you had a problem with. I was wondering what a resolution that you would support might look like if you had to come up with one. Yeah, probably, honestly, probably one that doesn't mention the word Israel in it. Um, you know, these companies are multinational corporations and they're doing horrible things around the world. Um, so either a resolution that does call out more than one instance of where they're doing this, or one that doesn't single out Israel and just rather calls for the investment of these from these companies. And so, as you know, obviously, the resolution eventually failed to pass on Wednesday night with a 12 to 13 vote by secret ballot. Um, how do you feel about the outcome of the vote and the fact that it was only the difference of one vote? Um, I think it speaks to how divisive this resolution is. Um, on my during my time as a senator, rarely did resolutions ever pass with such a narrow margin, pass or fail, um, because you know we're all there to represent the student body, and we all have the student body's best interests in mind. So typically, anything that was going to fail was going to do it almost unanimously, and vice versa. Um, so given how divisive this is, I think that speaks to um, how hostile of an environment this resolution and its upbringing always create every single year.
And is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, something that was clear with the resolution was just the effect that it does have in emboldening that offensive rhetoric. Um, you know, the language of the resolution said, we're not here to condemn Israel. We're in no way trying to call out a state. But almost every single supporter of the resolution said something to the effect of condemning Israel. Um, you know, there was one person who came on and said some really offensive and horrible things and had to get kick off, kicked off the Zoom. Um, there were a lot of people who were just saying, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, um, which is pretty closely linked to a genocidal sentiment of um, eradicating all of the Jews from that land. So it's pretty clear that even if the resolution's intent is to not be um, offensive and it's not to be anti-Semitic, it clearly does embolden, embolden people to um, exhibit those kind of behaviors. To hear from a student sponsor in favor of the resolution, I spoke with Aaliyah Skye, the former external vice president for statewide affairs and a member of Students for Justice in Palestine. She reflected on how she, as a Jewish American who identifies as anti-Zionist, has been met with harassment and criticism on campus. So obviously I'm Jewish. Um, I have a family, uh, extended family um, living in Israel and um, who are extremely Zionist. Um, how I came to my understanding of Palestine and um, justice for Palestine was when I entered college, I decided to do my own research on the issue and I had the opportunity to take classes that brought into my perspective. And I mm -hmm. realized that um, what is happening in Palestine and occupied Palestine, what the Israeli government is doing to Palestine is ethnic cleansing um, and it is disgusting and it needs to be opposed. And in general, um, I felt that it was not only, you know, important for me to do this because I support human rights for all, but also because I'm Jewish. And I think um, if something is being done in the name of a people in a community, like this is being done in the name of the Jewish people, that uh, community, which the atrocities are being done in the name of, it's very important for them to speak out against it. Um, and to condemn it. And so that's why I think it's important for me as a Jewish woman to be ardently pro-Palestine and condemn Israel. Um, because obviously times are changing a bit now and, and we see a shift, um, but you know, the majority of Jews still do support Israel. Um, and it's important for people to be able to see that that is not the case um, in the entire Jewish community. And the Jewish community is not a monolith and um, no one can speak on behalf of the whole community. And so um, Israel claiming to be uh, a state for Jews and on behalf of all Jews is, is just completely false. Um, for one, I mean, they don't give uh, Ethiopian, Eritrean, and other um, black Jewish people the same types of rights that they give um, white or white passing Jews. Um, they've sterilized them. They've done, you know, atrocities to these groups, too, that are also Jewish, um, as well as the atrocities they've committed against Palestinians. So I think it's important um, as a Jewish person to educate ourselves on exactly what is happening and to not allow, not allow our community to be used in, um, like, continuing these transgressions.
So a lot of criticisms of the resolution on Wednesday night equated singling out divesting uh, from Israel with anti-Semitism and opponents of the resolution cited fearing for their safety as Jewish students on campus. How might you respond to these concerns? Yeah, so I would say that um, that comes from a conflation of um, the state of Israel with all Jewish people. And like I said, you know, they can't represent all Jewish people and they don't. Israel was created by a few Zionists, um, but with the support of British and American imperialism and interventionism, um, that was the strong support that led to the creation of Israel. And we can see that um, those are colonial entities that wanted to continue their colonialism in an outpost of the Middle East, and that's how Israel was created. And so there's this misconception that Israel was created um, to have a safe place for old Jews after the Holocaust, et cetera. I think that we forget that anti-Semitism is merely like it is. It is important to understand and recognize, and it's important to call out. But anti-Semitism is not the same thing as anti-Zionism. Um, you know, you can be Jewish and you can be anti-Zionist like me. And when we we put all Jews into this monolith and kind of equate all Jews to the state of Israel, which is what these um, these folks were doing that were against the resolution. They were saying, you know, if you single out Israel, if you condemn Israel, you're condemning Jewish people. Well, that in itself is equating all Jews to the state of Israel. And that's saying that Jews are a monolith, that we all um, talk the same, think the same, have the same values and beliefs. And, and that is anti-Semitic, in my opinion. It's anti-Semitic to do that, you know, because it erases all these Jews like myself that do not believe that, that are anti-Zionist. Um, it just simply erases us. So the resolution eventually failed to pass on Wednesday night with a vote of 12 to 13 by secret ballot. How do you feel about the outcome of the vote and the fact that it was only the difference of just one vote? Yeah, so um, we're honestly very proud and um, we have a lot of hope. Obviously, we wish that it passed, but at the same time, this is uh, the closest we've come to it passing. Um, we got uh, the secret ballot passed, which was really, really important to us because we are, we're obviously scared about the doxing of individuals who may have voted on this resolution because that's happened in the past. Um, and so we got that passed, which was one of the most important um, aspects to us. And then it came down to one vote, and that just shows how... Um, Obviously, we went through the AS system to try to get this passed um, because it's necessary to do that. But at the same time, it shows how electoral politics and um, the bureaucracy of AS in general is not the way to actual revolution or to change. We will continue to fight. We'll continue to put up this resolution every year until it passes. But we will also be continuing the fight in other ways as we've done in the past and with actions and you know more more substantial change this is important and it is especially important because we are the last uc to divest and after all the ucs divest we can put tangible pressure on the uc system as a whole and on the uc board of regents to actually withdraw their endowments all the other ucs that have divested um although they are incredible incredible resolutions and we're in awe of them, you know, they haven't actually been able to um, push the, the UC system as a whole to withdraw their endowments because obviously we are a holdout and um, 
our campus hasn't divested. So I think that is the importance of our campus divesting, but at the same time, that is not the only thing we can do for Palestine and it, it won't be the only thing we'll be doing for Palestine. Well, thank you so much, Aliyah. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Just that like, yeah, this doesn't stop here. Um, Palestine is still under siege. They're still undergoing an ethnic cleansing. Um, you know, a ceasefire was announced. Um, and I think people take that as this is over or Israel has stopped um, hurting them. But that's not the case. A ceasefire, I think even the word ceasefire implies that there were two sides with equal power and they called the truth, which is, you know, false. Um, there's one side that has been ethnically cleansing another for um, decades now, and the other that has been throwing rocks and <laughs> trying to defend themselves. And that, that hasn't stopped. Um, mosques are still being invaded. Palestinians are still being murdered on the streets. So I just want people to understand that this is still ongoing and um, Palestinians are still fighting for their life every single day. And so Students for Justice in Palestine will not be stopping anything until Palestine is free. Thank you to both former AS President Leah Tubian and former External Vice President for Statewide Affairs Aliyah Skye for speaking with me. With KCSB News, I'm Ashley Rush.